Welcome to Cancelled. Uh, it's the day the NFL died, or just admitted it was racist. How are mm-hmm. we doing? Uh, Mac Blake's here. How's it going, Mac? I am doing well. If you want to talk more about the NFL, I'd You're love to. Welcome to do it. Um, I should preface this by saying I don't watch football, so the only eggs I have in this basket are racism-based. <laughs> I also don't watch football. Okay, perfect. Uh, then so let's this, do it. This is a really <laughs> informed opinion. I just wanted to say the, the other day, uh, there's some dumb, like, fake sports journalism. Yeah. Uh, and by, I don't mean, like, you know, the way Trump describes it. Sure, stuff. sure, sure. No, just like... Uh, but it was, the article was like, what if LeBron did play football? <laughs> Would he be the greatest of all time? Yeah. And the answer is uh, no, because they wouldn't let him... Right. Because LeBron is a guy with a social conscience who speaks his mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so not he'd what... be sitting next to Colin right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Also, that article is just that terrible, like, last Rocky movie before Creed. Yeah. Where they were like, oh, he should fight in a video game. Mm-hmm. And then they, I think they made that old man fight for real. Yeah. <laughs> terrible premise. I'm a Spurs fan right now. And there's a lot of articles that are like, oh, we're the Spurs best player, Kawhi Leonard. He might want to go to another team. And then now, because there's nothing to do, they're already talking about, like, oh, which team will he be a better fit on? And then, like, right. projecting year two. It's like you're dating a girl, and it's like, what if she's cheating on me? It's like, yeah, but who should she cheat on you with? <laughs> it's a terrible time to be alive. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Uh, we might as well just jump into it. Freaky Links. What did you think of these episodes? This is episode seven and eight. Still I Rise, which is making me angry, and <laughs> Me and My Shadow. What did you think of these episodes? Episode 7, I strongly liked. Okay. And then episode 8, I got bored with it, I guess. Sure. But, you know, it still had some okay stuff. I just, for some reason, you know, I'll say this, episode 7, I didn't see that coming. And then episode 8 felt a little bit more like, by the numbers, kid possession kind of thing. But uh, as we'll get into later, there's some twists in there that I was like, okay. Sure, I will. Both of these episodes kind of epitomize my biggest gripe with this show, mm-hmm. which is that, which is just, just pick a thing. Yeah. Just eat, like pick a tone or pick a character trait. Just stick to any one thing from episode to episode, and I would greatly appreciate it. But in these two episodes, just Chloe alone. Goes oh. from, like, somehow being an expert on, like, African witch doctory yeah. to back into being a psychiatrist that takes her job real seriously. And I don't... It's, it's infuriating. She takes her job seriously for two scenes? <laughs> She's very serious about it initially. Yes. Um, let's get into episode seven. Yeah. We'll get to eight. Uh, episode seven, still I rise mm-hmm. again. Every time I say it, I'm gonna <laughs> imply. I'm gonna express how angry I am. You don't get to take that poem's name for your <laughs> shitty zombie Tupac episode of the show, but fine. Um, <laughs> I didn't like the opening. <laughs> how, how much money would you pay to have Maya Angelou <laughs> watch her watch that show? <laughs> I would fucking. Oh man. Oh, I, if, she, if we could get her as a guest on this episode, <laughs> be the greatest thing in the world. Um. The uh, the the opening is uh, the funeral of rapper XT. Well, it's it's not really a funeral because it's well, it's like a, a remembrance or yeah, something. Yeah, I wrote that down of... like because I, I also wrote down funeral, and then I was like, wait, there's there. It's like a one year like death anniversary. Yeah, I guess. Also, I don't like I wrote I, I wrote them down as Reverend Exposition because yeah. the priest who's giving the <laughs> the voice of like the the I don't not a eulogy whatever mm. it would be at this memorial service gives us like so much backstory mm-hmm. about how like all his family met in uh like met death in weird twists of fates that he also met in like literally writes like was also taken by a similar twist of fate yeah, yeah. is what he writes it's very deep. Where would you rate the name XT on fake rapper? I names? actually will put it fairly high yeah. compared to most. Like, I'm trying to remember what's the other rapper's name in this episode. At some point, Jason doesn't Jason pretend to be a rapper named Ice Pick? He does, which and, is terrible. Yeah. 
uh, that Ice Pick leans way more towards like when Law and Order does an episode about rap, yeah, because those rap names are always just the worst. Mm-hmm. It's always like Dog Money, and it's like that's not no one's ever been called that. Yeah, Big Boy was actually on an episode. Yeah, yeah. So was uh, so was uh, Ludacris. I want to. Uh, I'll look. At, I'll look up his rap name later. Sure. Stay tuned later in the episode. For <laughs> Big Boy's Law and Order rap name. Uh, yeah. So it's better than Ice Pick. But then who is the rapper that Lon ends up with? I don't remember. I thought his. At first, I was I was like, "Well, was he?" Because there, I, I thought he was like a producer at first. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah, later yeah. on, I was like, "No, wait." No, he's a he's like the the rapper that sort of took XT's spot on yeah, this label. Or I whatever. don't remember. Which oh, we'll get to the thing about yep. this episode that makes me extremely angry, uh, but we'll get to it later on. So there. So the argument is: Is XT really dead? Mm-hmm. They go break into the mausoleum where his body is being held. But at the same time, two other people are breaking into the mausoleum where his body's being held. Yeah, and they it's and they you know they break open the thing, they pull out the casket, they open it up. We don't see what's in it, but they're like, oh, he's like there. Clearly, there's a body in there. Like, oh, we've got proof. We're gonna be famous or whatever. See, I assume that when they open up the casket, they said we're gonna be famous. That there was nothing in there because yeah, but- what a weird. I mean, like it's weird to begin with. But it's also weird to think you're going to be famous for opening a coffin and finding a body in it. Like, well, I, I think finding it, the body you're supposed to expect in it. That's I think not it, something to make you famous. I think it'd be more famous to be like, we proved there's no body right, in here. Right, that would make sense. Yeah, but they were saying we're going to be famous. <laughs> because we opened up this guy's car- coffin and his corpse was in it. Yeah, you know. No, you're going to go to jail for desecrating yeah, yeah. a corpse is what you're going to do. <laughs> Maybe they're uh, like, uh, we'll be like Lara Croft or something like that. <laughs> uh, but, they, but then he... We don't see it, but we're led to believe that his corpse gets up and walks away. Yeah, there's like a flash of light. There's a flash of light. They start screaming. Uh, Derek and Jason run back to see what's going on. And they're like, he walked, he walked, he got up and walked, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. My biggest problem with this episode is, well, not my biggest problem. My biggest problem is, anyway, one of my biggest problems is this episode is vaguely racist in a Mm -hmm. very weird way. Where suddenly Jason is talking like kind of hip hop y that he doesn't normally talk like. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, I wrote it down there. He says, Hey man, there's no walking corpse, dog. And he doesn't normally talk like that to the point where Derek's like, Okay, dog. Like even yeah. Derek's a little confused by it. See, I'm so prone to hate Derek that. Oh, I hate Derek for also being racist in this episode. I, I, I was like, yeah, that's fine. But the way Derek said it, I was like, fuck you, Derek. <laughs> Derek also then, later in the episode, when they're talking, like, Derek's upset about whatever. And he's like, nobody believes me. And then yeah. I keep seeing this dead body. And Lon's over there hooking up with Snoop Dogg. Ugh. That felt real racist to yeah. me. Like, you know that's not Snoop Dogg. Why do you? Don't be an old white man naming rappers he knows, which is also how Ice Pick says. Yeah, like, yeah that's totally like a uh, weird dad joke. Like, Ice T, Ice Cube, who's next? Ice Pick? Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Also, before that, we get a quick cutaway to Freaky Link's HQ. And Chloe's like, Lon, had a go last night. Yeah, yeah. And Lon's like, I didn't even get a chance it to tell didn't him. didn't happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I guess we're led to believe that Lon was going to profess her love or something for Derek. Derek. Yeah. And there were, clearly they had some sort of plans because that is the beeline of this B story of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh Jason is talking to Derek and being like, "Hey, you got to be like up front, let her know what the deal is." Chloe gives her that speech as well. He's also a dick at one point like she's somebody like I think Chloe says to her like She's going to start mistaking your affection for her as affection for her. Yeah. And he says, it's not my fault. I'm a hugger. That's your fault. Stop hugging her. Like, don't be a dickhead. Derek is, uh, like that whole storyline. Well, first of all, this, this beeline in this story. Yeah. uh, Of course, like every other episode, the B story doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like it won't get picked up later on. Like episode eight, her relationship with uh, this other guy is completely forgotten. Completely forgotten. But, but yeah, like, and then when Derek finally confronts her later on, he's like, so, so are uh, we good? Because uh, yeah, yeah. I heard you like like me and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, he makes no effort to apologize or, like, reconcile their, like, the different opinions they have on the relationship. His whole thing is, so are we cool? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, we're cool. But I think she's cool because she's banging the rapper dude. Mm-hmm. She spent the whole episode in that pool. So I think yeah. she's like, fuck you, Derek. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Derek's the worst. They go to some party. So there's a. So they're trying to investigate 
the death of XT to see mm-hmm. if he's actually alive or if he's a walking corpse brought back from the dead. Uh, he goes. <laughs> they watch a video of a video, like a it's a, the video, a music video shoot, which is where he died. He mm-hmm. was accidentally shot in the making of this video shoot, which I actually thought was pretty effective. Mm-hmm. Like the the. The argument between him and his wife was good, and then the actual gunshot, I kind of, like, jumped at it. I thought it was a pretty, like, well-done sequence. Yeah, it is, like, this dumb argument that TV people have all the time where uh, people, uh, his wife was like, you're too invested in your job. Right. And he's like, yeah, I am. It's because it's my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the best argument. Yeah. But, like, their emotions felt genuine. Yeah, I know. I bought it for and that then, reason, partly. Yeah. And then also, I just the actual, like, accidental gunshot was yeah. like, oh, shit. That was, like, sudden and jarring. Yeah. And the way they did it, too, the effect and everything. I mean, again, like, we're watching this on, like, old YouTube. But yeah. uh, the way that we were watching the scene was it looked like, you know, camera footage. And so yeah. uh, that helped. I think it helped sell the effect, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. But it was a good effect. Yeah, it, it just felt it felt good to me. Uh, they break, they get uh, Lon hacks a, a guest list for this party that XT's record label mm-hmm. is showing. That they go in as Ice Pick plus three. That's what Jason's pretending to be Ice Pick. It's weird that they show up as Ice Pick, and but the two of them are still holding video cameras at this party. Like yeah. you don't. That doesn't seem weird to anybody. Like you wouldn't keep that in your pocket till the last minute or something. They yeah. get out of the car holding their stupid video cameras. Yeah. Uh, they start to immediately confront everyone who's important at this party. Yeah, with absolutely no subtlety. I wrote it down because he goes, "Mr. Wexler, Mr. Wexler." He just starts running at. So Mr. Wexler's the guy that owns the right, the record label. Yeah. And immediately he starts like Derek sees him and just starts pushing people out of his way and running across the party to him. And he says to him like. He says, how, how do you think XT would respond to this new album? Because yeah. they're putting out like a Greatest Hits album. And Wexler's response is, he can't respond. He's dead. <laughs> Which is just a weird... For someone who's like, this is the one-year anniversary of this guy's death. Yeah. Supposedly, like this is like an important home of his record label or whatever. Mm. His response just seemed real aggressive. Yeah, and then uh, at the end of the little confrontation, Mr. Wexler doesn't throw them out. No. He's like... But he threatens them with like security. Yeah. And security, which he calls like death and dismemberment. Yeah, and security guards like literally look at Derek and like do that thing where they crack their knuckles by holding their fist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, um, wow, I've never seen security guards. It's like imagine if you're like, uh, I'm gonna have to have security throw you out of here, and security guards immediately start like flexing, yeah, or like patting their biceps. It was like <laughs> this, is, this is bad. Yeah, it was. It was not good. Uh, he is terrified of security, so he leaves. But that lasts all of like. 20 seconds before mm-hmm. he's just immediately yelling at Mr. Wexler again. Well, because um, XT's wife shows up. Yes, Joy. She's very right? upset. Joy is there and she's like, How could you? Uh, you just you stole his corpse for a publicity stunt. And mm. he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Blah, blah, blah. They have an argument. And then he says, At least I didn't kill him. <laughs> Which, <laughs> this wow. Dude, this dude is coming in hot <laughs> in all arguments. Yeah. Yeah. You know to what? The, de- the, the fucking widow of this guy just immediately. Whew, that's the kind of thing, like, uh, which maybe that should have been a sign that XT is really alive or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, I think that's a eye claw outable offense. <laughs> but also, maybe like just put like a drink in that character's hand, so you get like a little bit of a reason for like why is this guy <laughs> the harshest man on the planet? Yeah, um, they are. He immediately goes, "Hey, Miss Wexler, what does what his wife say or whatever?" And he's mm-hmm. thrown out immediately. Yeah. When they're outside, he sees XT in a bush. Yeah. And he starts running after him, and of course his friends don't believe him because that is the basis of their relationship mm-hmm. is just complete mistrust of each other, mm-hmm. and it's infuriating to me. <clears throat> um, he runs after them. He's chased by a dog. Blah blah blah. Uh, the next day, the, so this scene is real weird. XT's wife shows up at Freaking HQ. Yes, to confront Derek. And he's, she's like, please, if you have any sense of decency, she she says, please, if you have any decency, leave my dead husband alone. Yeah. And Derek, while eating a bowl of cereal, goes, sorry, can't do that. <laughs> such a dick. He's such a dick. Like, with a mouthful of cinnamon toast crunch, he's like, nah, fuck your dead husband. Yeah. I don't care. And then he looks away, and then Joy's For gone. For a split second, and then she's disappeared. Yeah, because she's Batman, too. Uh, but yeah, I feel like there's a... 
Was it just in this episode or the other episode eight where Derek is also like eating cereal? He eats a fair amount of cereal, I believe. In this, I, I don't know if in the next episode, but I think across the show he eats a fair amount of cereal. Is that like a weird like... Uh, I think that's probably something Ethan Embry was like, I think my character would eat a lot of cereal. Oh, okay. Like a, I, don't, I was wondering if they were like, well, he's like a Gen X like slacker guy. And so yeah. he's like probably eating, I don't know, cereal. Or something <laughs> like that. Uh they have a bit of a uh, so he disappears. Everyone like he. No one now believes that Joy was there, but like she's not a ghost, or is she a ghost? Because how does she just disappear? Yeah, I found that whole sequence very confusing. They go to a, like the set of the music video director who had directed this video where he got killed on. Mm. He's making a new video. How they just get on that set, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> All that, nowhere here has any security. Uh, they just flash their uh, freaking links badge <laughs> or something like that. Uh, <clears throat> where XT shows up and by magically knocking the tap off mm. a water jug. Yeah. He, he moves his hand over it and, and like, like the tap falls off. It explodes. Well, just there's like a glint of light and it yeah. falls off. But like, you don't need magic to do that. No. <laughs> In any way. It's like a water office cooler that he knocks the cold nozzle yeah. off of. The nozzle stays up. I've done that by accident several times. Yeah, yeah also, you could just flip the nozzle up. It does. It definitely doesn't require magic. But I saw the water coming out. I remember thinking aloud, like, uh, they don't think that's like oil, do they? Yeah. <laughs> I just was like, kind of, who cares? Well, it then electrocutes the music video guy, who also tells them to like, stay out of it or whatever. Yeah, they're like, is XT dead? Or what's going on? And there's like a very pregnant pause. And he's just like, stay away, man, or something. Some bullshit. And then uh, he gets electrocuted. In a terrible, yeah. terrible effect. It's just like, sort of like strobe lighty, mm-hmm. like herky-jerky, freeze-framey camera. And then he's just like laying on the ground. It was like that Metallica video where they're like banging <laughs> heads to a <laughs> yeah, strobe light. Yeah, 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 and yeah, so yeah. it was like, is this guy supposed to have like a rock out death? <laughs> and so Derek and Jason witness this fucking murder. 100%. And then it cuts to them like just walking and talking back at Freaky Links HQ like, did they just leave? These people are so immune to death that they see multiple horrible deaths. Yeah. In this episode, a corpse lands next to their mm-hmm. car. Like, someone, someone is thrown out a window, and it lands so close to their car that the shoe lands on their windshield. Yeah. And they're just like, ugh, I guess we better go talk a lot. Like, they don't... Yeah. It's not even... A, they, it's a joke. It's literally a joke to them. They see Whether so the many... the cops don't want exactly. to talk to them? Anything? They see so many murders, you'd think the cops would be so far up their ass. <laughs> uh, but, they, yeah, it just cuts to them being like, hey, we, guess what we saw? Like, what? A murder? Like, yeah, oh, you, you guessed it. We saw a murder. Yeah, they don't care. They never stop to talk to anyone. It's just on with the fucking episode. This episode's mystery would be way more effective. And to be fair, the actual twist reveal, I think, is pretty good. Uh-huh. But don't let me know about the supernatural shit and then make me and then try to make me question if there's supernatural shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a fact that this lawn, even if it's not a corpse, used glowy magic a couple, like, multiple times. So, like... Okay, something supernatural has happened. Yeah. Then don't have it be like, is something supernatural happening? Mm-hmm. No, there is. Have it be what supernatural thing is happening. Yeah. That would make more sense. Believe it, Freaky Links. Believe it yourself. Like, the show needs to believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you need to, if you're going to establish a universe, you need to, like, adhere by the rules of that universe. Uh, Lon has a nice little poolside date with the dude, and the mm. dude's like, so did, uh, what's going on with you and Derek? And she's like, oh, nothing. And she's like, but he's like, but you want it to be or whatever. She's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, how can I confuse you more? And I was like, <laughs> get you some, Lon. I'm fine with anything that keeps her away from Derek. I don't understand. I can't stand it. Why this is a competition. Derek, like, didn't pay the power bill a couple <laughs> yeah, episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, Lives exclusively on cereal. Yeah. And then you're in this fa- famous rapper's pool at his mansion. Yeah, he, Derek's a giant jerk. This, this guy, guy seems, seems nice to you. Super nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good with animals. He stops some dogs. <laughs> he's interested in what you have to say. Yeah. Like, he's just a good dude. Yeah, he asked her a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think <laughs> Derek ever has unless it's like, <laughs> where's my camera or something? Uh, they... Uh, one of them, I think it's maybe Lon, determines that on the 
the ground of the video shoot where XT was killed, mm-hmm. there's a symbol. Yeah. Like, kind of made out of these, like, little holes in the grates or whatever mm-hmm. it's on the ground. <laughs> and Chloe's like, oh, I know that symbol. It's a fucking African voodoo blah, blah, blah. I didn't write down any of that bullshit yeah. lingo. How do you know that, Chloe? You're a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. I think with, like... Manic depressive syndrome because I feel like every episode where she's like, "Let's go on an adventure," that's yeah. just like, like manic Kanye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if she had Twitter, she'd just be saying problematic shit about Trump. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But she literally like all those episodes where she's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to Texas." Like yeah. that's manic her. And then the next episode where she's like, "Stop, I'm trying to be a psychiatrist." That's her like coming off back on her own meds. But I mean, we've talked about this before. If they had tried to make her like. Uh, someone who like studied this kind of thing from a science angle or any sort of thing, that'd be fine. Or if she was just like strictly like, I'm going to look at the psych- you know, psychology behind yeah, yeah. these kind of things, also fine. But yeah, exactly. How the fuck does Chloe... No. Is she like, oh, I'm minor in like uh, ancient African uh, witch doctory or you something You know like what would that. be so easy? If she was just like a librarian... It's mm-hmm. the it's lazy, but at least it makes sense. Where she's like, "Oh, I'm a librarian, and I love all the books, and mm-hmm. I remember that from this book I read." Fine, like that is at least under like you've written an explanation that tracks from A to B, yeah. As opposed to this horseshit where she's just an expert in everything for no goddamn. It makes me angry. I apologize. No, I mean I legit because it's like yeah, or maybe. Didn't she date Derek's dead brother Adam, who's like super into stuff? Maybe, Maybe she like, picked up on some of that there. Yeah, but it's just it's like it's whatever the plot needs, yeah. like needs to fill its holes. Uh, yeah, they just stuff her. Full. Yeah, Chloe is there, which They're hole stuffer. Um, um, yeah, exactly. And I'm kind of worried about her and Derek too, because I feel uh, like that's definitely. I feel like them moving Lon onto rapper yeah. guy or at least off of Derek mm-hmm. is them clearing the path for Chloe and Derek and I don't want that at all. I don't want anything having to do with Derek uh unless Derek grows up. They go to this so she's like, "Oh, I know an expert in this nonsense." Yeah. Uh and they go to this lady's witch doctor gypsy mm-hmm. house or whatever. And she like immediately does magic not immediately, but like she's talking to them about how there's. First off, there's a line that makes me so angry where she's like, "XT believed he had a curse on him, yeah, and they put that symbol down to try to get the curse off of him." Mm-hmm. And then Derek says something to the effect of, "Well, do you know who put the curse on him?" And she says, "It's <laughs> anybody can." Just, she, Derek says, "Isn't it weird that just anybody can throw out a curse like that?" And she says, "It's all on the internet." Isn't America wonderful? What the fuck are you talking about? It's not like he made a pipe bomb and it's all on the internet. You can't learn magic on the fucking internet, you Mm -hmm. lazy asshole writers. The peak of which is this particular strand of the story. Mm -hmm. Because they refer back a few times to the fact that they don't know who made this curse. Later, when they go to the, they they figure out that they need this other yeah. thing. They need this other thing to go to the like. There's like the smaller version of that symbol on a piece of like stretched animal hide. Yeah, and if they bring that. Okay, so let's just get it out. It turns out that. Okay, so Derek is confronted at the hot. Okay, never mind. There's a lot. Of, this episode's fucking pretty convoluted. Yeah, yeah. The more I try to get the points, I realize there's a lot of steps. They leave here. The witch doctor. They leave the the witch, witch doctor goes, "Sorry about your camera," oh, yeah. and then their camera explodes. And it's like, well, what? No one's concerned about that. Yeah. And also, why'd you do that, you fucking bitch? Like, you just broke this expensive piece of equipment to make a point, I guess. If someone broke my camera, I'd be so pissed off. If I'm a supernatural investigator, I'd be very curious There's how it's done. So many questions. No, just moved on. Nothing completely. Addressed. Then, uh, as we're driving away, she like. She starts doing a, a ritual of some kind. She puts one of the Freaky Links business cards yeah. in like a mortar and pestle. She drips some blood on it or something. She's smoke, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're in the car and they're like, he's like at an intersection and he's not going. And somebody's yelling at him about going. And then Chloe's yelling about how she thinks she has an idea of what's happening. They he finally progresses, progresses through the intersection. He gets hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. He wakes up in a hospital with Chloe. Chloe's beat up, but she's okay. She makes a joke about the bed. She's like, he's like, can I get you anything? And she goes, the bedpan. And he like makes a face and she's like, I'm kidding. 
And then when he goes to leave, she's like, wait, the bedpan? And it's like, well, pick one. Is it a joke or do you need to piss? I'm confused. I like how Chloe was just like, I really need to pee, but then I got humiliated. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out the the reason I got into an accent, because when they take off the tire, it's full of, their tire is full of flowers. The, the brake, like the, the discs of the brakes yeah. are flower stuff for uh-huh. them. I wrote down a line here, which I don't, which I found very ang- like aggravating. Mm-hmm. Jason says uh, the brakes are filled with flowers. The auto shop guy says it's rosemary. Don't even ask me how he knows that. <laughs> what are you implying, sir? You are disgusted at the idea that he uh-huh. knows what rosemary looks like. Hey, a this, car. This fag over here knows what <laughs> rosemary looks like. Are you fucking serious? Your car just got turned into tires. Well, uh, Sister Mary over here, <laughs> he knows his spices. Yeah, yeah. The fact that the tire infuriated. Yeah, the tire. The fact that the tire became flowers, I thought was kind of neat in a creepy yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it was creepy. But also, well, I think it turned into tires. He yeah. took the tire. He think it turned into flowers. He took the flowers off the tire off, mm. and like flowers were jammed in the brakes, so he couldn't stop the car from moving. Yeah, or whatever. Which, but it was I mean, creepy. It was like it wasn't like oh she. Just in, like the brake lines are cut, mm-hmm. it had like a, it added like a gypsy element yeah. to it. I'm not supposed to say gypsy anymore. It sounds as yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it doesn't like come up any time in the episode. It's just it's like a weird anomaly that she has like flower power, right, or something. So it's like creepy, but then sort of you know dismissed because uh, this episode's a mess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but Chloe th- is trying to tell them in the car because she figures she ha- it out. She has she's had it figured out, yeah. and she tries to tell them. Repeatedly, mm-hmm. and Derek and Jason keep going. Eh, eh, eh. Okay, one second, but we're doing something. Yeah. And she's like, "Don't you want to hear my idea, or whatever?" And they keep telling her to shut up, which is very infuriating yes. as well. Uh huh. They go. They figure out that Derek that they think that Wexler is behind the curse, or at least that's what they believe. So they go to Wexler's office, except Wexler gets thrown out the fucking window as yeah. soon as they pull up, lands next to their car. They go, and they just fucking leave. Yeah. For some reason, they go back to the hospital to call Lon on his cell phone, which he clearly had on him. I don't. The logic there didn't make any sense. But as he's on the phone with Lon, he's attacked by XT. And he wakes up at the, air, the ground where the video shoot is. Yeah. And XT's like, get out, don't come back, or whatever the fuck. And I do actually like this sequence mm-hmm. where, I, where Derek is like, are you dead? Like, he's like, <laughs> you know, you look kind of cheesy for a dead guy. And he keeps going, I said get out, or whatever, mm-hmm. like getting angry. And he's like, you're not dead, are you? And he's like, oh, god damn it. And he just reveals that XT has not been dead this whole time. Yeah. Which I actually enjoyed that. Like, that mm-hmm. reveal was, I thought, well done. It was... So, this episode... In my mind, is based off those like Tupac rumors. Sure, that Tupac was not dead. One hundred percent, and I think that's why some I stuck with it longer than maybe I, I would have normally, just because I was like, oh, this is kind of a fun idea. It's like if they made a whole episode of the like '90s rumor that Marilyn Manson had ribs removed. So it's like a stick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I would not mm. be shocked if that's like the season finale of Freaking Lee. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that like, like imagine. So, so why did XT drag him from the hospital to this other place? No clue. But imagine if that was Tupac. And, and <laughs> Derek wakes up and Tupac's like, be gone with you. There's no part of him to be like, whoa, Tupac. Yeah. Like, he's immediately like, are you dead? What's yeah. up? It's like, and if he is, did fake his own? I don't know. Derek is just like, for some he's reason. He's a little too cool for school here, yeah. but, but it kind of worked for me. It, it was a funny scene because yeah. he was, uh, XT was like, you know, like real, like selling it real big. Yeah, he I deliver like, unto the a warning. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, XT's wife shows up. The witch lady shows up, and we get the big final reveal of the episode, yeah. which is that in an attempt to get the curse off of him, they made an effigy of him, a big wax version of him that they transferred the curse onto, mm-hmm. but then put buried the effigy and he faked his own death so to kill two birds with one stone he gets out of the music industry because he wants out yeah. and also gets a curse off of him again at this point Derek's like but who put the curse on him and she says not everything can be wrapped up in a nice little bow <sighs> fuck you yeah at, at this point I'm like okay they're gonna that's this is red herring shit and they're gonna reveal um the effigy shows up there's a big fight they attack, attack, attack. Shit's falling out of the sky. He like the 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 effigy is like using his glowy magic hand to like make stuff fall out of the ceiling or whatever. Mm-hmm. It kind of traps 
XT's wife for a point for a minute. Uh, but he now I'm so the whole point was they had to bring this stretched animal hide with the symbol on it yeah. and use that to retrap the effigy. Mm-hmm. But then. At Derek just draws the symbol in the dirt, which I'm not 100% sure how he just knew that symbol by heart, but yeah. fine. Uh, at which point, the effigy tucks, walks into the symbol and like disappears in a ball of feeling or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so none of that shit mattered. Yes. All that shit about getting the stretch thing and blah, 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 none of that mattered. Finally, after this all happens, he kind of gives us like the NXT and the stuff and uh, like this real shitty speech like where he's like speaking like that, like halted, not yeah. finishing his sentences. And uh, she's like, was I right? It was an effigy, wasn't it? Yeah, you were right. Maybe if they had listened to you 20 fucking minutes ago, we could have wrapped this shit up a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene. This is where we get the scene with fucking uh, uh, Lon and him. Like, are we, are we good? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We're fine. Um, Chloe shows up and she's on crutches. And she's like, you want to have a beer? You want to go get a beer? And he's like, what are you doing out of the hospital? And she goes, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> that's her. That's her. That's it. That's all she has. And that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, Lon, uh, Lon's rapper boyfriend shows up, and like he walks in, he's like, "Am I interrupting anything?" And she's like, "No, no, I'll be with you in a second. And here's another side of the rapper boyfriend being cool. He's like, "Oh yeah, okay, fine." Like, yeah. he's not like, jealous or weird. He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, did I? No, okay, I'll just be by the door." He's like, "Not a dick about it." Yeah. Now, explain to me this: Isn't a good show? Don't we find out? That Lon's rapper boyfriend is the one who made the curse. 100%. Shouldn't that just be what it is? He got he wanted XT out of the way so that he could become the next famous rapper. Yeah. It causes some conflict with him and Lon. Lon gets pushed back into the fold. It's the most obvious thing that should happen, but this show is so fucking lazy that they just went, eh. It's like they even laid track for it. They did it multiple times. Because he was even talking. He's like, yeah, I don't think I wanted this, but I mean, like, I was... X, but XT is like someone had to step up. I guess it was me. me. Yeah, he says something along the lines of like, I'd give it all up if XT could have his life back or yeah. some bullshit, which is like a bullshit line. So it's like, yeah, they're clearly making a point. It almost felt like they kind of thought at the end of this episode, like, oh, maybe if we leave him, like, if we leave him out of it, then we can keep him as like a recurring character or something. Yeah. But they don't do that either. So, yeah, like maybe that's uh, episode nine reveal or something, but that's not the way the show works. Nope. Um, also, when there was a fire with the wax dummy, yeah, the fact that the wax dummy came to life and had superpowers, like some weird, you know, golem or something. It's like a golem, yeah. It, Which I'm okay with. Like, yeah. It's a classic monster. But at the same time, it's so stupid. It's very stupid. That I enjoyed it. Yeah. I will say this about this episode. Uh-huh. It is chock-a-block full of fucking plot holes yeah. that you can drive a bus through. But it's still fun, mm-hmm. and it fits more in the tone of what I want this show to be. I like this show at its best when it's Desert Squid, yeah. when it's this, when it's... Uh, I'm trying to think of goofier episodes. Uh, not the... Uh, yeah, not like the hard... Like, Coelacanth, I thought, was fine. Like any, the goofier episodes are where this works. Yeah. The next episode, where it tries to get back into like being serious... Mm-hmm. Is where it's like this is not nearly as much fun, and you're not a good enough show to keep me in on the seriousness. Yeah, because it needs the camp. These characters aren't serious people. No, I mean Chloe tries to be in episode eight. What, what's the title of episode eight, by the way? Me and my shadow. Okay, uh, classic uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Sure, song, <laughs> the racist song <laughs> Dean Martin would make him sing or something. It's or so Sinatra. weird. That's what this show turns. Like yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The next episode is just like strange fruit or something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh, but it's shit. like a haunted parent. It's like no, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know what it's talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but yeah, because they're not serious characters, and then like, but then they decide that Chloe is for half a second. Anyway. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about seven before we move Oh on? yeah, yeah. So when okay. they're <laughs> so they're fighting off the dummy, the wax dummy with magical mm-hmm. powers. Uh, Derek, like, are you he, talking about where Derek yells "Go!" like seven times? Uh, there's a couple. This happens in episode eight too, where it's like for thirty seconds, the dialogue is just yelling, and it's yeah. like, all right, stop. But 
he hits it with a pole in the leg like it's taking out the tendons of the yeah, dummy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, wait, does the wax dummy have nerve endings? <laughs> and also, XD's, it, it hurts that dummy. Like yeah. every time he hits it, the dummy doesn't react like he's being like knocked off its balance uh-huh. or whatever. It reacts like a person being hurt by a thing. And like, I don't mm-hmm. expect them to like CGI into where the pole gets like stuck in the dummy like it's a T one thousand or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. And then also, XT's wife gets trapped under something. And he's desperately yelling to Derek for help, who completely ignores him. It's like the writers went out of their way to make Derek look terrible, but the tone of the show is not that Derek is terrible. Right. He's supposed to be Uh, our hero. Yeah, for certain. Although I will say he is a little preoccupied fighting that wax statue. Here are my last two notes on uh, episode seven. I wrote down Derek sucks. Uh, or no, I wrote Lon gets with someone else great because Derek sucks and then the last note was how excited was the network when they got that script <laughs> when they were flipping through the script and they were like okay a magical wax dummy no let's put this on yeah. like granted it's Fox in the year 2000 sure. so, but at know, least they whatever. have a little Tupacness that's something yeah uh, episode 8 me and my shadow uh, I am impressed this show has managed to uh, hold back on doing creepy possessed kid episode mm-hmm. as long as it has. You know, once they started doing it, I was, I was like, didn't you already do this? But then I was thinking about it, like, no, they didn't. No, they kind of haven't. Yeah. Like, the closest they've had is the pregnant lady. But yeah. Doesn't really count. I remember. Wait, do we like that episode? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah. But yes, we did. I was like, I feel like that was, man, <laughs> this show feels so different. Well, the problem is so disjointed that you can't remember any of it. It doesn't seem like it's the same show. Yeah. Uh, Remember in that episode after someone got murdered, they talked to the cops for a little for bit? like a second yeah, yeah, at yeah. least. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah, this one, cops don't even factor in, and there's a mm. massacre in the beginning. Yes, uh, um, so it opens with a mother and a kid, and they're in a fast food restaurant of some kind. It appears, yeah, Scotty's, I guess. Who gives a shit? Yeah. They, they make a point of trying to say that a couple times. Yeah. And no, it's like the Moonlight Massacre or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to go pee, and the mom's like, "Hey, you always got to pee." Whatever, it's fine. Uh, they're like trying to like establish a, like a rapport with the mom and the kid, but like, who gives a shit? I will say that the creepy. I will say that the this sequence is pretty. When the so this Asian guy walks in, mm-hmm. and he's kind of freaked out, and he just like sits on the floor. He's like wearing a trench coat, and he just sits on the floor. And he takes out a gun, and he yells like, "I'm sorry," and he says something in Asian, and then like. All hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. They're hiding in the bathroom, so they don't really see it. You just hear like some gunshots and some screaming, yeah. and people scatter. Uh, the kid at one point goes like, "Don't go out there," and the mom's like, "Just wait here. Yeah, listen to your kid. There's yeah. no reason to go out there. Wait 15 minutes. Like she, the second the sound stops, she's mm-hmm. like, "All right, let's get let's get out of yeah. the bathroom." The mom seemed like mega curious, <laughs> yeah. not at all really afraid that all this terrible stuff was happening, yeah. and also the kid like. All he heard is some noises. Why are you so... Like, like, well, like, some of it was gunshots. Okay, and, like, yeah. it was a lot of screaming and yeah. shit. It's definitely, like, I would be scared. And also, the sound... Like, that noise stops, and the mother immediately is pushing on that door. Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe ten minutes. Maybe yeah. wait see if the guy's left. Yeah, maybe everyone's dead. He might be reloading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the mass shooting shit felt real relevant. Like, yeah. even in 2000, it feels like, oh, okay, this is prescient. Um... They come out of the bathroom and there's fucking bodies everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, it feels... This is what I meant about tone. This is too much for Freaky Links to yeah. handle. You handle one-off mysteries. Maybe somebody dies. Maybe two somebody dies. You don't handle... T- 25, 30 dead bodies. Like, this is not... It's too much for you, Freaky uh-huh. Links. Uh, Especially, like, Freaky Links... If this was like a massacre in this level, yeah, like Freaky Links getting involved, people would be like, in real life, be like, Freaky Links, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here! Show some fucking respect, Freaky Links. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, The one thing I will say that hasn't happened in the run of this show really is they, and I I respect it a little bit. There hasn't been a moment where they've been like, "Oh, I'm Derek, whatever from Freaky Links," and someone gone, "Freaky Links, I've heard of you guys." Like that hasn't happened. Like uh, people have sought them out. People have sought them out, but nobody has been like, "Oh yeah, 
I know yeah. I know the free healings guys. Like they're not popular. Did you like. think that was gonna happen later on? A hundred percent. The guy with the yeah, crowbar yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll get to it in a second. Um so now we end up with this kid who's traumatized by this attack. By this attack, as well he should be. And Chloe's like watching a video oh, of it. Yes. Chloe gets a video of it because she's being called in to like help. And the kid is like in a mental, or in his house. Like it, it's hard to tell from the video. The video yeah. looks like he's in a mental institution, but when she sees him, she, he's at his house. Mm-hmm. And he's screaming about, don't turn off the light, don't turn off the light. Uh, please, ah, it's hungry, it's hungry, it's hungry. He's, kid's good. Like as far as kid actors go, he's mm-hmm. screaming well. Yeah, he's doing all right. Derek shows up and he's like, "Hey, what's that stuff?" And she closes the laptop. She's like, "You can't look at this. This is serious. We're back to serious Chloe again." Yeah. And she's like, "You can't look at this. This is like uh, not a joke. This is real life shit. You can't be involved." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Okay, fine." And then he's like, "All right, let me get a little look." And he like goes yeah. to the laptop again. Derek, you fucking cunt! <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. Uh, there was a good line there where Derek finally goes like, "Geez, I can take a hint." And Chloe goes, "Can you?" Look, she goes, "Who's hinting?" <laughs> yeah, that's Which, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. I don't know if maybe it's just a hot topic right now. No, but there's, no, there's no, no way Derek did if he if there's, there's no yeah, way there's some me too. Shit yeah, exactly. Absolutely, Derek is not obeying a wish the wishes of his uh, yeah, female yeah. colleague. Uh, oh, and then after she leaves, he just looks, opens the laptop. Well, explain this to me. He does like a dog shadow puppet yeah. and makes like a little dog shadow puppet, like bark some stuff. What? What was that? I have no idea. Uh, there's a lot of shit that they say in this episode that doesn't ever get like mm-hmm. completed. Uh, there's a pretty big one at the end, but we'll get to it in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek somehow gets his hand. She came over to use his DSL to download this video. Hilarious. Which is very funny. Yeah. Uh, and I think as such, he manages to then get a copy of this video as well. Yeah, he's... It, it, it doesn't... It's never... It's not really clear how he ends up seeing that video. There's some throwaway line. It is vague where he's like, oh, Lan got it from a thing or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Yeah, because Jason's like, you didn't take it from her, no? And he's like, no, I hacked it somehow. Right. You know, computer magic. Uh-huh. The kid is freaked out. He's not talking to his mom. He's mm-hmm. terrified of the light. Um, there's another psychiatrist lady there who's like called her in for a second opinion, essentially. Derek and Jason, meanwhile, are investigating a guy's car mm. who's dripping oil that is making uh, like a post. Uh, I can't think of the word right now. Oh, apostolic. Apostolic images on the side. Uh-huh. So like, that's St. Peter and that's whoever. But what I find funny is... They're very good images. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like they go to this guy and it's like, oh, that's St. Peter, and it's like a vague shape of a head. Mm-hmm. Someone painted a face on the sidewalk. Yeah. But I don't know that that's that we're supposed to believe that this guy painted those faces. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not it doesn't really present like this guy is trying to hoax freaky looks. Mm-hmm. It just presents like that's what the art department came up with. Yeah, it was a weird because it's like, all right, what would you get from that from a normal show? That, like, Freaky Links usually covers some mundane stuff, or their website's not doing well, or they're bored or something. But really, it's just like, I guess I'm supposed to find it hilarious. Right. But I don't. But again, because it's like, uh, the portrait's so perfect, I almost want Derek to actually be interested. But Derek... Couldn't I be more bored by it? Couldn't like give a shit. Like so many of the times, like he's interviewing people. He's like, "So you see Mole Man? You fucking jerk off." Like, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Ca- he doesn't care as much. He doesn't care. Him and Jason start talking. Like he shows Jason the video. Yeah. Also, we should mention that when the kid walks past the bodies in the beginning, hmm. you see a shadow, like kind of attach itself to him. Yeah, comes off the Asian guy, kind of attaches himself to him. He shows Derek the thing, and he's like, "Yeah, of course." The kids freaked out, and they like, but the cops think it was. Uh, Nerve gas that killed everybody because mm-hmm. not everybody's shot. We mm-hmm. find that out. Uh, not everybody's shot. And you think it was nerve gas. And he's like, Well, it wasn't nerve gas. They'd be dead too. And Jason goes, Well, they were in the bathroom. And Derek says, So was Elvis. And Jason says, What does that mean? And I think Derek says, I don't know. What the fuck is the point of this exchange? Yeah. Correct. He goes, I don't know. And they both have a laugh. And it's like, Wow, that's some terrible dialogue. It's not. It's not funny. It yeah. ex- exchanges no information. It is a pointless fifteen seconds of dialogue. But then immediately afterward, um, Derek like gets distracted with something right over Jason's like right shoulder yeah. and stares intently at it. 
if if I suddenly were to like see something right, like focus, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wouldn't you turn like, around and be like, my, what, yeah, what are you looking me? at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jason just keeps talking like, anyway, and they turn <laughs> yeah. around and I see it's a camera. Oh, so when Chloe goes over to the kid's house right, and there's that other psychologist, she said this line, I think I hated this line the most of the entire series. Okay. The psychiatrist goes, like, I'm looking for something more folkloric, more myth- mythologically based. Like, second opinion on him that's yeah, centered grounded in what? Bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> and then Chloe's like, oh yeah, okay, that's me. That's me, that's Which, me to a T. When did that fucking happen? Yeah. Because I was like, okay, The maybe- last episode, I guess, yeah. maybe? I was like, maybe she's familiar with Chloe's work with this website, I guess, but then later on, this other she psychiatrist... Is, and it pisses her off yeah, a lot. Couldn't wait to slander the website, so I don't... I don't fucking get that. The mom comes down... And uh, the psychiatrist is like, oh, this is my associate. And Chloe's like, oh, uh, I'm so sorry for what happened. And the mom goes, yeah, you know, other people died, though. Yeah, she's, she's like, I can't imagine how hard it was on you. Yeah. And she goes, harder on the dead people, I think. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Fuck me, I guess. Fuck me for being nice. Also, isn't your kid fucking traumatized yeah. upstairs? You got fucking zingers right now? Yeah. Boy, yeah, your, your kid really sure is traumatized. At least he's alive. Yeah. Okay, I guess. Yeah, that was real weird. And then uh, she she has some food, and the psychiatrist is like, he's still not eating? And she's like, no. And I was like, okay, is he dead? Yeah. Uh, he said some vaguely creepy shit at one point. He's like, I can't talk about it. It's yeah. a thing in the dark or whatever. We do see the shadow come off. The kid goes outside at one point. We see the shadow kind of come off of him and go after this dog. Yeah. This, like, real aggressive dog that lives next door. I was like, Freaky Links, if you kill a dog, I'm going to be very upset. We're going to have some problems. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be for sure. Uh, uh, At first, I was mad, actually, that the dog was chained up outside. Yeah, yeah, But then I was like, you know what? If the dog is constantly barking at this uh, possessed kid, eh, maybe he can go outside for a day. Yeah. Uh, Derek and Jason go to this fucking creeps house named mm-hmm. uh briggs or biggs biggs i have, I have biggs written down it's biggs for sure yeah uh and he's a guy that if you want death footage from the internet he's the guy to go to yeah uh it's great that they all live in florida i buy that though that makes that sense makes, to me. That makes perfect sense Sorry, florida. uh derek don't apologize to florida <laughs> uh derek uh, jason is like not having this dude yeah he's like why does it smell why does it smell like piss down here or whatever he says and then there's a real weird exchange where he's like, I'm going to put... So he's got the security footage from the restaurant when, when the massacre happened. Yeah. And they're trying to see the footage. And the guy says, like, well, I'm going to put it up on the web at seven bucks a hit, which has never been like... That's yeah. not how it works. Shit just goes up on the web for free. But he, uh, he's like, I'm going to put it up $7 a head. And Derek's like, can I, see, can I get a sneak preview? Mm. And he says, well, I'm thinking maybe a trade. And he's like, you know what pictures I want. And Derek's like, oh, like, come on, you get the full footage, whatever. And he goes, all right, can I email it to you tomorrow? And the guy's like, yeah, sure. That's it. It's never brought back up. We don't know what the fuck pictures he's talking about. It's not even handled cool enough that, like, oh, intrigue. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you lazy fucks. Yeah. You couldn't think of what these pic. You couldn't figure out a way to write the pictures in, so you just left that hanging, and it really annoyed me. I mean, you didn't have to, like... You don't have to bring it up! Yeah. Have a slip of a hundred bucks! Whatever! Or if you wanted to make it something, make it something, like, put it a joke. Like, it's a... I wouldn't have even so much... Because this guy is such a creep Yeah, that if the pictures end up being like... He could have been like, you know what I want? Pictures of that lawn or whatever. Like, that would be like, okay, yeah. fine. Like, it's gross, but this guy's gross, so I get it. Yeah. I mean, if and then he's like, I'll email him to you tomorrow, and he's like, psych, I'm not giving you those pictures or whatever, so yeah. your hero's not a creep. Would have been fine. Uh, nope. Just no answer at all. Yeah. I mean, if they would have been like, hey, what are those pictures of? And it's like, well, Jason, it was like a Schwarzenegger nude pics or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That's a goofy gag. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Also, you've never seen B. Arthur nude, real yeah. scary, or whatever the fuck, right? Like, anything. Yeah. So imagine you're hanging out with a friend. And then uh, your friend's uh, buddy shows up. And, and your friend immediately starts, like, laughing with this buddy and then laughing at you. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I thought we were friends. Yeah. And now you're like, I'm just a punchline for you and your buddy. That's what Derek does to Jason. Right. He's such a dick to him in this scene. And it's just, it's like, ugh. I mean. And they're making fun of him because he doesn't want to see footage of horrible people, like murders. Yeah. Like, for being a human being. Because and they're is, just shitting on him. This is a core problem, I guess. I have with this show is Derek's level of 
commitment or interest in this subject material. It seemed at first like he didn't really care. He's only doing this because his brother was doing it. Yeah, that's the initial part. Yeah. Until then the brother gets killed. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, he's all in to solve the mystery of his brother. Yeah. But then it kind of fluctuates up and down. Sometimes he's in it for kicks. Yeah. Sometimes it's real serious. Yeah, some, it's like, are you an expert in this or are you not an expert? Yeah. And so, I don't know. Him suddenly being like, uh, you know, into this kind of footage is weird. But you know what? I, I guess I bought it. At some point, the, you, here's an example of the terrible writing of the show. Uh, Mr. Biggs goes like, blah, 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 uh, freaky stinks. <laughs> Stinky links? Yeah, yeah it's, come on, my it's guy. It's sitting right it's there. fucking teed up, man. God damn it. Uh, there's also another very racist line that I don't like here. Where uh, So he plays him the footage, and this is another thing that annoys me. The security footage has audio. Yeah. That's a thing. Uh. And it, that, de- <laughs> that definitely isn't. It's actually illegal. But mm. anyway, so the security footage has audio, and right before the Asian guy... Uh, starts shooting people, or I think he maybe even shoots himself. He says uh, says something in a clearly Asian language yeah. that I don't know. I don't know because I don't speak Asian mm-hmm. language, but it's very clearly an Asian language. And uh, Derek goes, "Oh, what's that? Rewind it. I want to hear what he said." And then Big says, "That my friend would be the final last gibberish of one crazy bastard." Yeah, that's clearly not gibberish. That is a that man is speaking a language. You piece of shit. How do you have such an interest in this and like no respect for it? <laughs> At the exact same it's moment. It's very weird. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Derek then like figures him. out he she he get he calls like Chloe's service and pretends like grandmother's dead or something to get the address where she is at this kid's house, yeah. which is wildly fucking disrespectful to Chloe, to the kid, to human basic human fucking decency. Kids playing outside, Derek comes up and like Takes a skateboard and starts skateboarding him. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. kid has no reason to believe that Derek isn't just like some rando creep. He says to him, like, uh, he says, who are you? He says, oh, I'm Chloe's friend. Are, uh, is she here? And he says, oh, are he you a doc? And he says, are you a doctor? And Derek goes, do I look like a doctor? Give me that skateboard. <laughs> and he does no trick. We're yeah. supposed to be like, oh, he's going to do some skateboard tricks. He just kind of turns around three times mm. That's it. He's like, ah, nice. It feels good, or whatever the fuck. See, in my mind, uh, I'm so uncoordinated that I was like, oh, that's pretty good. (laughs) No, he's got to do, like, the bit there is that he's going to impress him with his skateboard ability, so they can be like, oh, this guy can't be a doctor. He skateboards, or Mm -hmm. whatever. But he literally just turns in a circle twice. And the way they filmed it, too, like, they didn't show his face when he did his little, like, half-hearted jump. Right. You totally could have just gotten, like, I don't know, Tony Hawk or whatever, name another (laughs) pro skateboarder I can't. yeah, yeah. Uh, to go in there and like you know do a little flip or something like that. Yeah, he gets fucking Chloe in trouble, of course. Yes, uh, Chloe is uh, appropriately mad at him. Absolutely, and then for about thirty seconds, yeah, and then that's over. And it was nice too because uh, Derek was like trying to talk, and for once Chloe was like, "No, I don't want to fucking hear it, Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. should not even be here. Why would I care what you have to say?" Right, which is. A hundred percent appropriate. Absolutely. But then why later in the episode does Chloe apologize for doing that? That drove me insane. Yes, it's very aggravating. Oh, boy. Uh, there's another woman in this episode I find very aggravating, but for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, the, the, the other psychiatrist is like, you know, I heard about your extracurricular activities with that website, but I assumed it was just intellectual curiosity. And Chloe goes, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. The curiosity. Like he's, <laughs> she's like stammering like the like John Lovett's liar character on SNL. It's like, yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh they uh I'm not a hundred percent sure how they end up so Lon figures out that the thing he said is tagalog. Yeah. So uh, that this which gentleman is, the is language of uh, Philippines. Right. The Asian guy is Filipino. I think they go to his place of business it's like his house or his place of business something yeah they found out some report or something that he was uh the fact that we both don't remember this i think is not just us like looking away it's not it's just poorly explained yeah they show up at his like workshop or something well before they even get there what they're at for healings hq and she's like i've got she's on the phone with somebody who speaks tagalog right yeah lon is and that person is translating what the guy says, and Lon is saying it. And it's a very long, clearly intentional saying of like, 
beware the dark, the hunger breeds, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, which is it's a repeated line from, it was something the kid had also said. The kid said, that, well, there's two parts here. Because uh-huh. the, fir- the little thing, he, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up two scenes, I apologize. The first thing that they figure out is that the guy, the guy says like one sentence, which is, it's hungry. Mm-hmm. And that's something the kid has been saying the whole time. And Jason says, oh, he just heard him say it from the bathroom. But the kid, like, and they go, well, uh, but like that is a dumb suggestion that is immediately explained away, but it shouldn't have ever been made yeah. because the kid doesn't speak fucking Tagalog mm. quite clearly. So what are you even talking about? Um, but then later they go, so they, they figure out who this guy is that died. They go to his place of business. He's some sort of importer, exporter or something. He gets yeah. like, he goes to the Philippines, he gets knickknacks. Uh, they, while they're there, at one point, they, they, uh, Jason says, what are we looking for? And Derek says, clues. And he says, since when are we... And then Jason says, since when did we become detectives? Yeah. The entire run of this fucking show? What are you even talking about? So here's a scene. Uh, I'm watching the show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jason says, why are we looking for clues since yeah. when we become detectives? Cut to exterior of my house. <laughs> and you just see my computer get thrown through a window. <laughs> It's so aggravating. Like, yeah. cu- like, come on. At least try a little bit. Yeah. It's like someone who wrote this episode has not watched any of the other episodes. Mm. Uh, it really made me angry. Did that kind of thing, I, I almost want Derek to like turn off the light and do like a slow turn to Jason. It was like, have you seen our website? <laughs> and then Jason would be like, I like to think of ourselves more as flaw or something. Because <laughs> it was such a weird, like, did you forget who Jason was? Like, uh, uh, so bad. So they run into a guy there while they're rummaging through this guy's place. Yeah, Jason is also sporadically a badass. Yes. Sometimes he gets punched in the face and he's immediately knocked unconscious. <laughs> right. This time this guy comes at him with a, crossbow, with, a, with a crowbar and he like picks him up and throws him over a desk and like slams, like, yeah. chokes him and it's like, okay, what? I, can't, I can't nail you down. You're either a goofball or you're tough, but you gotta pick one. You know, it's, it's something where like, if he tries to be tough and then occasionally is, that's fine. Build it into the show. Because yeah. when he successfully like throws this guy, Derek goes, damn, Jason. Like yeah, 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 He's yeah. impressed. And then Jason goes, relax, pal. You're done. Yeah, yeah. Which, at that moment, cut to Derek rolling his eyes and being like, oh, we get it, Jay. But like, it's, it's like a... It's a recurring theme that I don't think the show realizes. It's like intense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we have set this guy up like this. There's also a very weird they go, he's they asked the guy so it turned out the guy worked for the the guy they've attacked. Yeah. The guy who's in the right a hundred percent. He worked there. He's to, like protecting his guy's belongings. He they write some bullshit line where he goes like, Yeah, I guess I was taking some stuff, but the guy didn't write me into this will or anything. But whatever, like you at least are supposed to be here. These guys have broken into a place. Yeah, uh, they're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I work here. And they go, looks like you're robbing the place. Yeah, yeah. We're not the ones sneaking around with flashlights, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, God. They, they te- you know, he's the, what's the last stuff he brought back from the Philippines or whatever? And he's like, oh, it's all on that tape. That's how he keeps inventory. Because apparently the way this guy keeps inventory is to videotape his store. Yep. <laughs> that is not. What is that? That. It's it like you could have. It doesn't add anything to the show. I mean, I guess it adds a visual element, but it, all it takes is a second of like going to a book, going, "Oh, he brought back this chest." The chairs, the chest. Yeah, that's all it took. That's all you're getting past, other than writing a completely unbelievable element into the television show. It almost makes me wonder if some I don't know producer was like, "No, we need more Blair Witch style footage." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know was shot by a man who is now dead because. Yeah, they could have looked at his notes as like, it says here he wrote some crazy notes about this Filipino vampire box yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. But instead, yeah, we watched this video of him opening a box and then like... Like he unlocks a box and then he, like, there's a doorbell ring so he goes to the, answer the door yeah. and then we see the shadow come out of mm-hmm. the box. Um, the kid, go, uh, they, the doctor, the main doctor is going to take the kid to the hospital for tests. Yeah. While they're in the car, the shadow attacks the doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek elbows his way into that car, which absolutely would have shattered his arm, but fine. <laughs> uh, they save her. They save the kid, but he's like unresponsive now. So they take yeah. the kid to the hospital. They go to the hospital. 
she dis the kid disappears right because the kid is now wandered off because he's gonna he's fulfilling the same shit the Asian guy did. Mm-hmm. This shadow creature is taking making him go whatever. When do they piece it together? There's something. So, oh right, so when they get they get the box at that place, they right. find the empty box. Yes, and there's an inscription on it. This is the scene where the, the lady's translating it over the phone, and it's a very long. It's like four sentences, and mm. it's very intentional. It's the hunger feeds, the shadows, stay out of the light, blah, blah, blah. It's all this instructions, half a poem. And then as soon as Delon's done reading it, Derek's like, is she sure? Like, it, like, like she's going to go, oh, wait, no, it actually just says uh, no fatties. Yeah. Like, what, what is he? <laughs> it's obviously, yes, she's sure, you fucking dickhead. Yeah. Um, and we find out this creature is some sort of Filipino vampire myth. It feeds on the fucking energies of bodies, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, they go to check on the kid at the hospital. The kid is gone because he has wandered across the street to the high school. Uh, at first I was like, there's oh. like a prom with 40 kids. Yeah, I was like, oh, how did he sneak into this really lame club? Wait, this is the high school dance. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we meet two high- when they first show up at the hospital. Two high school kids are at the like nurse's desk, yeah. And one's clearly very drunk, and they're like, "Where's so and so?" And she's like, "Intake's over there." And then the kid throws up on their desk, yeah. which I felt was unnecessary. Uh, I mean, I, I get it later that they were trying to like plant the oh, seed, the prom, or whatever. Yeah, but also it's dumb. The uh, kids. That get- nurse is a fucking bitch. Yeah, <laughs> because they run out of the. They show up. The kid's gone. They wake the right. mom up. She's asleep on the on the chair. They're like, "Where's that? Uh, where's whatever the fucking kid's name is? Where's Josh? Where's Josh?" Uh, and she's like, "Oh my god, where is he?" They go back to the nurses' station and they're like, "Have you seen Josh? He's not in his. He's gone. He's not in the room." And she goes, "Are you sure he's just not in his room?" Yeah, that's what we just said. Like. Mm-hmm. It's a hospital room. It's not big. She is so dismissive of them. Yeah, they're clearly upset. Like that, just, her reaction is just insane to me. Even when she calls, I guess the police or security, she's sort of like, "Here's what happened." Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she like, is not interested dang, in finding these it's kids. A Filipino, Filipino vampire on the list. Um, they trace the kid. They run out. They start like, "Where could it be?" They figure out, "Oh, he's going to be someplace big with a bunch of people, all in one room." Yeah. They see across the street. They hear the dance. They go over there. That's where the kid's going to be. They fight the vampire with light. So, like, the kid shows up. They're like, "Oh, where?" Like, uh, I don't know how they disconnect the vampire from the kid, or the, yeah. the vampire just does it itself to start feeling. They hit him with the spotlight. And that's well, when the I, yeah, shadow okay. leaves. So first, thing, so first off, when they show up and all these kids are dancing, they pull the fire alarm and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And they're just like, get out already. The fire yeah. alarm's going off. Everyone leaves. They hit the kid with the spotlight. The shadow disappe- like goes off. But then the shadow's like chasing them. So they're turning on all these lights. And they manage to tra- chase it with the light back into the box. Yeah. Which I thought was fine. Like, I thought that sequence was actually pretty decent. You know, it's like a cheap... It's a, I'm assuming a fairly inexpensive effect that I thought was like done with to like good execution. Yeah, my only problem with it is, and and maybe this is, uh, well, let me ask you this. Yeah. So when they're moving the like hurting the shadow vampire around right. with the light, it's moving real fucking slow. Sure. And at some point, Derek like holds onto a rope that's just hanging down. Yeah, it's like the rope to climb because they're in a high school yeah. gym. And so the shadow is, like, stuck to the floor and can't reach up and get him? Right. It can only go up, like, walls and stuff. Okay. Has that been... Was that established? I mean, I think uh. it's established in the sense of, like, that's how shadows work. Okay. Like, because it is a shadow. Yeah. So it's only can go places where, like, shadows can go. But I feel... I mean, like, like maybe... a shadow can't just go straight up in the middle of a room. That would be weird. I feel like when they show it, at some point, they show it kind of, like, coming off a guy's foot. But I guess it would need to climb... I don't know. I, I was just watching that scene being, like... You know, if this was another show, again, it wasn't a nifty sequence, but at the same time, it's like, uh, this, I don't trust the, I don't know. Yeah. This show, this why we, this, we can't have nice things with this show. <laughs> well, this I found very annoying. So yeah. they, they save the kid, they put the vampire thing back in the box, they seal it up, that's great. Uh, the kid goes home. The next scene we see, there's no dot, it's just like people, it's music playing. They're in Freaky Link's headquarters, mm. like in the living room. But they've mixed up cement in the living room, which seems weird. Like, do that outside? Yeah. Um, they've put the box in a crate. They're filling the crate with cement. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like sound logic. Yeah. They push the crate a little bit. And it's just filled with cement. They hammer like a, the lid back on it. 
Then they just put a sheet over it and then turn it into an end table and mm. put a lamp on it. And that's the end of the fucking episode. Dump it in the fucking ocean. What yeah. are you doing? <laughs> Bury it somewhere. You just make it an end table in your own living room? Mm-hmm. And not a word spoken of, like, at least we can keep an eye on it. Like, have some level yeah. of, like, explanation. Other than just, like, them, like, laughing while they're slathering cement on this killer fucking demon that they're just going to keep in their house and now go back to not believing each other when they see supernatural things. Yeah. Ah. It, it kind of, it's like, they still have that decapitated head of the cheese <laughs> in there. God damn so it. it's like, do you... Is this the norm for you or is it not? Right. Like, do you have a whole wall of trophies and you're taking this job very seriously? Like, you're like a legit monster hunter or something? Yeah, yeah. Or are you just like surprised every time this stuff happens? I don't know. But yeah, it's like another piece of like, you know, weird inconsistency with the show is the show doesn't seem to buy into itself on situations where it should. Yeah. They feel like they're terrified of this thing, but they're just going to keep it in their own house. It just, that really annoyed the shit out of me. Uh, yeah, I like the first episode. I like seven better than eight. This show works best for me when it's campy and fun and not when it's trying to be too serious. Because, like, I don't buy the stakes. Like, this episode, I'm supposed to, like, be concerned for the kid and be concerned for Chloe uh, and, like, Chloe's relationship with Derek. But I don't care about any of those things. Just give me, a like, a goofy thing. It's just that this show doesn't have the skill level to pull off seriousness. There's, there's really no weight. For plot developments or character developments, episode to episode, Chloe, you know, like you said earlier, like she comes and goes, and it just is, it's frustrating to watch episodes in a row and expect them to relate to each other in some way. It's like a, it's like, like, like watching Mission Impossible, and you're like, what happened to Paula Patton's character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, I mean, it's not that bad, but it is whatever. Uh, the show is uh, frustrating. I like seven because it was yeah, exactly because it's campier. I thought that was more fun. Episode eight, if it was a different show with like a different tone, I, I think would have been good. The premise is terrible. No. I like the premise. Uh, give me a creepy kid every once in a while. Mm. I'm fine with that. But like, it's an interesting take on the monster myth. On like the vampire myth. Yeah, I'm Filipino shadow that. vampire. I'm into that. That sounds cool. Yeah, this is just not the show to pull it off. No. Uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, I got a couple out of town dates. <laughs> I'm saying that because it is a rarity. Uh, I will be in uh, Plano on June 9th, the Plano Comedy Festival. Right. And then August like 10th or 11th or 9th or 10th, whichever one of those is uh, the Friday and Saturday. I'll be at the Comedy Quarter Underground in Minneapolis. So if there's any Minneapolis listeners of the show, please come out because um, no one knows who I am. Go to that. That'll be super fun. The show will be out tomorrow. So Saturday, the 26th, if you're in Austin, I'm at uh, Spider House for the special without Brett. Uh, I'm forgetting his Brett name. Brett Davis. Brett Davis. So come to that. That'll be fun. Uh, the Sting is the first Wednesday of the month. So always check that out. Uh, keep an eye out on uh, <clears throat> Uh, at Chris Cubis on all social media for upcoming dates. Uh, I'm still thinking Wonderfall's next, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, message me at, at Cancelled Pod or at Chris Cubis with show suggestions, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>